welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. We're at the end of December, you guys. I understand that I start every single podcast episode by letting you know what time of the month it is. But at this point, it's like a habit so unshakable that I almost feel like it has to be done. But I'm incredibly excited to have you here because we're wrapping up 2022. And I just celebrated my birthday, which was very fun and very exciting. I just turned 27, which is crazy. Um, I hate, I know we all feel this way because of the pandemic, but it feels like I'm still 24, which is really hard to wrap my head around. But I'm 27 now. Um, I went to LA for my birthday and it was so lovely. I got to spend so much time with like my favorite friends and family. And I've never really had a good birthday before, if I'm being honest. Like birthdays are not my thing. I don't love them. Haven't really experienced a great one. Um, and so a lot of like big things happened right before my birthday. I talked a little bit about my stories on my stories like very vaguely and I won't be going into more detail, but um, I just had like a series of emergencies. And so I was like, okay, we're just going to like not plan on a fun birthday again this year and like that's okay but my friends and family went so far out of their way to just make me feel so incredibly loved and like adored and I cried so much it's actually ridiculous um for those of you who haven't been around here for a long time let me just let you into the secret now which is that I'm a crier um my kid siblings actually had (laughs) I'm actually going to pull up the lyrics for you guys. My kid siblings had a song written for me. You heard that correctly. A song written for me for my birthday. Um, And it was so funny because the lyrics are... (laughs) um, Where's the crying one specifically? You cry when you're happy. You cry when you're sad. That was one of the lyrics. It was so funny. In fact, here's just like... I'll play you a little snippet. Anyway, um, it was written and performed by Jessica Von Rabbit, <laughs> and I'm so obsessed with it. <laughs> like, it was just the funniest thing in the world, and also just the you cry when you're happy, you cry when you're sad is the biggest description of me ever. I cry all the time. Like, I cry every day, probably, um, which is really funny because I didn't used to be a crier, and now I cry a lot. So anyway, all of this is to say, I had the loveliest birthday yeah the loveliest birthday there's so many things that went into it um and so I'm just feeling like very very grateful going into this new year and very very loved and like what more could you want out of a birthday truly so I'm feeling really excited about 27 really excited about 2023 as you guys know that is what this entire month is dedicated to is 2023 and making sure that we're set up for success and so I'm just really excited to keep that going and um one of the big things that we my team are working on this week slash next week um 
is our systems and making sure that we're completely set up for 2023. And that's what today is all about is we are talking about what are business systems and processes and what systems and processes do creative entrepreneurs need to have, right? Because I know if you're a creative entrepreneur, you probably got into this business and got into this career because of your passion for what used to be a hobby, right? Probably an art form. And one of the biggest things we hear creatives talk about, right, is how they're not a business person. Like they're an artist. They just want to be an artist. And so I found that a lot of creatives can put off building systems and processes within their business because it feels really scary. It feels really hard. It feels almost unnecessary. They're like, well, what I'm doing is working. And what they don't realize is that systems and processes don't make your life or your business you know more robotic or more complicated in fact they make it easier they make it easier for you to live and have a personal life they give you more time so that you can be an artist they make your clients have a better experience because they're always taken care of no matter what Um, they make it so that you have less time moving the needle in your business like there's so many different layers to systems and processes and so that's what we're going to talk about today I want to talk about how to create business systems that help you work smarter because that's such a crucial thing if you want to move your business to the next level like no one's earning six figures plus without systems like you can't just be throwing spaghetti at a wall and expecting six figures to come out of that so if you want to scale which is something that like I feel like the word scale right now you guys is like this word that everyone's been tossing around for a while where they're like oh I want to scale the business and it's like do you know what that means? Like, do you know what scaling means? Cause it does mean like more money, more clients, like more income, but it also means like less friction and less personal time invested. Like I'm not interested in scaling your business if it means that you're going to be working three times more, but only earning a little bit more. Like that's so silly, right? We want systems because they're going to help us earn more and scale in a way that doesn't invest more time and energy into our business. Because God knows if you're already listening to a systems-based podcast, you're probably already investing a lot of time and energy into your business. We don't necessarily need to add more. We just need to clean it up a little so there's less friction as your business operates and scales. So what I'm kind of thinking we will do today is I would really love to walk through the different systems that you should have in your business one by one kind of in genre or theme and then kind of unpack what that should look like and how that should operate within your business because there's a lot more to systems than I think people realize. Um, And we'll start with the obvious one, which is client processes. I think this is where people immediately go to when they think of systems is they think of CRMs or they think of automations. And that that is true. A CRM is going to drastically cut back the amount of time you spend moving the needle in your business it's going to make things a lot easier but even if you aren't at a price or at like an income level where you're ready to invest in a CRM or like maybe you just don't have time that's okay there's still ways to bring in your systems into your client experience so what I want you to do grab a journal however you take notes whatever it is and I want you to write out everything a client or potential client would experience in three different ways one is pre-book then booking, 
than post booking. And all three things are really, really important because another thing that you need to realize is that a lot of clients can be repeat clients. Like, and it takes a lot less time and energy to repeat a client than it does to completely onboard a new one. And ideally we want our clients to love our products and services so much that they want to come back to us, right? So we have pre-booking and that's discovery, right? That's discovery from cold to sold. So we've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast, but like this is where your marketing comes into play and the way that you can communicate your brand. And let's say they discover you on Instagram. Okay. What's next? Is there a very clear step-by-step way for them to learn about you as a business owner, your products and your services, and then clearly be moved to the contact or the purchase button. That's a pre-booking system. So what this looks like is a really clear bio and whatever social media that you're operating, a very clear way for them to move about, right? Like we have a highlighted story that literally says start here and it tells them about me. It then shows them what products and services we even offer. And then it lists a bunch of freebies. So there's a very clear step-by-step way for them to learn about me and my business before I'm going to start pitching them things. And this is really, really important that you have a pre-booking system laid out for your clients. And like, you won't have your hands in that as much, right? They're really autonomous in that process because it's them discovering you. But we want to have a clear series of systems for them to autonomously move through. So we want to have like, you know, that start here highlighted story that walks them through things. We want to make sure that they have a way to like get to know our products and services and what that even looks like and what we do and what separates us from the competition. And we want to have a very clear step on how they move to the contact button, right? So this is kind of like on our homepage. We want to make sure that within our homepage, I'm pulling up mine right now, they are prompted to move through several different funnels, right? So like one system is for the person that just discovered us. They literally know nothing about us. So they need to read like what we do, what we're all about. Like they don't even need to be pitched freebies yet. They just need to know like who we are and what we do um, because they don't know anything. And then they get moved to this system for people who like know a little bit about us, but need to know more. Right. So this is going to be things like seeing your portfolio, seeing blog posts, um, tips and tricks, freebies, maybe even. Right. And then you have the third, which is your hot audience. And they're just ready to be sold to. Like they're like, take me to the sales page I'm or take me to the contact page like I'm ready to check out let's rumble so we want to make sure that our homepage serves all three of those people the cold the lukewarm and the hot and so that's another system right your homepage alone should be a system that they kind of work through in order to contact you then you have your booking system right and this is where you should get really 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 specific. I want you to write out like every single step that they take when they're working with you. Do they often ask the same questions? Do you send the same information multiple times? Um, Are you following up a couple weeks later? Are you sending a welcome guide or a, you know, questionnaire? We have our nine page wedding questionnaire, by the way, linked for you in the show notes. It's a freebie. Um, But like there's all these steps, right, that they do or should be taking with in a client process like your client process shouldn't be they inquire you send pricing contract invoice day of the event there should be way more to that and there probably is and even if you find that you're sending the same email repeatedly to like clients over and over and over again repetition is the opportunity for automation so look at that and be like okay is this an FAQ I need to put in my service guide is this something I need to put on the website is this something I could dedicate a whole blog post to is this something I want to put in a guide that automatically gets sent to them pre or post booking, right? Like 
look at all of these different clients that you work with and be like, where are things repeating? Where are people asking me the same thing over and over again? And how can I make that clear so that I can help them before they even get the chance to ask me for help? Then we have post systems, right? So this is like, how are you delivering the final service or product? Do you follow up with them? Do you keep in touch with them? Do you, you know, route them to a Facebook group or route them to an email list? Or do you take care of them after that, right? Like even in our Becoming program, we have a six month follow up call after they close out the program. Like we want to make sure that even after they've completed their contracted agreement with us, we are still taking care of them and touching base with them in some way. And that should be laid out. You shouldn't have to think twice about it. It should be something that's fairly easy and fairly obvious because those systems help you work smarter, right? Like if you do lay out these automations, if you do lay out these systems, then you know what's next every single time. So for example, if I come to our Dubsado, Okay, so I'm in my Dubsado and I'm going to show you guys what the becoming workflow looks like for a 12 month program. That's insane, right? So we have activate portal immediately after workflow started, create coaching portal in Kajabi, right? Like that's something I have to do for every client. Do you have to get on a phone call with them? Do you have to get some information from them? Do you have to deliver something to them? Make that an automation. And then we send their intensive forms. Then we send an appointment scheduler. Then we, I need to create a Trello to-do board and send that over to them. Then it's going to send an appointment scheduler. Then I need to send a client gift. Then we send another form for them to prep for that phone call. After that, same process over and over again. The scheduler, the check-in, the actual coaching form before they hop on that call. Then after the call, we repeat in the middle of the program, they get sent a check-in. At the end of it, they get sent a thank you. They get sent, you know, a questionnaire. Then they also get sent another, they start another workflow for offboarding where they can schedule calls six months out so that we can recap. There's like, let's count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. There is almost 50, 50 things that happen within this program, like email sent, scheduling things. This isn't actually even showing the actual phone calls. There are 50 things that automatically happen within this system that I don't even have to touch. The only thing that I have to touch is actually working with the client, chatting with them in between calls, getting on the calls themselves. These 50 steps all automatically taken care of because we have the system laid out and that is the importance of not only systems but then being able to add them into automations because can you imagine if I was taking like 15 coaching clients a year and each one of them had like 50-ish steps that's exhausting that would be my full-time job is just those coaching clients but because I have these systems and automations set up I'm able to serve other clients in other ways because I know I only have to work one-on-one with the client Everything else that is repetitive has already been automated and put into the system. So this is why it's so, so, so important for you to lay out every single step and then look at it and be like, is this something that I can automate or make simpler? Even if that is a template, a guide, whatever it may be. Okay. Up next, now that we've done the obvious, which is client processes and systems, we have legal systems, right? Like that's a really obvious one for a lot of big corporations, but not often do small businesses think about this. Are you having every client sign a contract? Is there a clear, you know, description of every single thing within your contract? Is it, has it been made clear to your client that they're not even booked until they have that? Are you keeping a hold of contracts, right? Are copies of the contracts being sent to the client? Like that's short, right? But like you should have a legal system in place. 
Up next are FAQs. FAQs are such an amazing way for you to cut down on moving the needle time because chances are people are asking you the same thing repetitively right like we even the other day got a couple dms that were like have you do you offer one-on-one coaching and it's because we haven't opened up vip days or marketing consultations in a minute and i was like oh my god shit like i need to have a very clear faq section somewhere even if it's in my highlighted stories so that people know how they can book me for one-on-one mentoring which by the way we're booking (laughs) january vips if you're interested we have a couple spots left um so that's like faqs right have a pdf have a highlighted story, have a section on your pricing guide, have a section on your website. That is such an easy way to answer your clients' questions before they have the chance to ask you. Guides. Are you helping your clients prep for their session or experience in a similar way every time, right? Have a let's say you're a photographer, have an engagement session guide, have an outfit guide, have a location guide. Like all of these things are conversations that I know you're having repeatedly. Make them into a beautiful PDF. Your clients are going to love that experience. They're going to feel taken care of. They're going to feel like you helped them before they had the chance to ask for help. But it's also doing you a favor in the fact that now you don't have to have that conversation with every single client. Up next, we have social media systems, right? And you guys know I've talked about this a lot. I'm a slut for repurposing marketing content. Like We are not content creators and I hate that creatives have been made to feel like they need to be content creators because if you were going to make a unique piece of content every single day, even just for Instagram, that's 365 pieces of content a year. That's insane for you to be doing that much original content, not even commenting on the fact that like TikTok, Pinterest, blogs, like all of that also exists. So have clear social media systems and what this should look like is a clear overhead of what you're doing for the year. And have it be that you like sit down once a month or once every other week and you sit down, you plan the feed, you have a core piece of content. For me, that's like Instagram and the podcast. Everything is based off there. I create my content from there and then it is repurposed through the rest of my platforms. We do this like every other week, every single month we go through and we do a marketing recap where we go through every single platform. We see what was performing and what wasn't so that then we can use that data to strategize for the next month. If you have any questions on strategy, please go back to the previous podcast episode but you should have a very clear social media system like I know once a month I log in and I do blog posts once a month I log in and I do Pinterest you know every other week I log in and I do Instagram Um, every other week I do the podcast episodes like we have very clear systems in place so that I know exactly what needs to be done and when in order to keep the business moving forward and I also know what content to prioritize to repurpose because I have these systems in place and we have systems going that keep us on track to move forward with data not only just like willy-nilly waking up and being like let me hurry and post something on Instagram you guys know how I feel about that if your marketing strategy and systems are just that you wake up every day and you post on Instagram we got we got to work on that okay bookkeeping that should be a system i know once a month i log into quickbooks and even when i wasn't using quickbooks i would just do it by hand but i know once a month i log in and i do my bookkeeping i know every quarter that i have to pay my you know estimated income i could not think of the word but like i have a very clear bookkeeping system financial systems are you analyzing your expenses are you analyzing how money is coming in and out are you working with an accountant please do that as well right like that's another thing that you need to look at and then overall 
if you're wanting to think of systems and you're just feeling really overwhelmed because we just listed like seven, what I want you to do is sit down and write out everything that you have to do in your business. And I mean everything, including the things that you wish you were doing, but you just don't feel like you have time to. And then I want you to look at them and see if you can organize them into things that need to be done daily, things that need to be done weekly, things that need to be done monthly, or let's say like as needed or quarterly, right? Because it's like update website, things like that. They don't have to be done even monthly. Um, so that's something that you can put in an as needed or quarterly basis. But it's like every day, I'm going to go ahead and pull up our business Bible so I can read this for you. Okay. So daily, I know that Alina, my assistant is posting for VA clients and posting on Eden Schrader profiles. Daily, I'm in charge of like Marco Polo's and talking to my coaching clients. Weekly, Alina is going to be doing VA videos for clients, like creating them, creating the VA videos for TikTok, the Instagram feed for Eden and captions for VA clients, you know, like two weeks in advance. That's what has to be done weekly. Monthly, we do marketing recaps, Instagram feed for VAs, and we deal with Pinterest, blogging, things like that. And that's such an easy and simple way to break things down, right? And then we have like bookkeeping, then we have updating the website. Those are things that can be done on an as needed basis. But now we can look at this and we can be like, okay, what do we need to do every single day? And then once a week, we can sit down and be like, okay, we need to do this this week. Monthly, okay, now we need to do this, right? And a lot of this is due to how we keep track of things as well. Like we keep an eye on all of this by having master to-do lists, by having a layout of the year, by having an overhead of the year, which we talked about in earlier episodes, please go listen to those so that this isn't like a three hour long podcast episode, but really break down everything that you do in your business and make it as clear as possible. It will feel like a lot of work on the front end, but what this is really going to do is just ease up your workload, your stress, your efficiency, your friction in your business by knowing exactly what needs to be done in order to run the business in the way that you want to and to move it forward. Because if you're just constantly focusing on your to-do list, you're never going to be able to add things that are actually going to progress your business forward because you're just in survival mode. No one thrives in survival mode. That's why it's called survival mode. So really work on laying all of this out, getting it organized into systems, and then automating and simplifying as much as you can. This combined with our strategy episode, our goal setting episode, our brand episode, if you haven't already listened to those, please do. We included If you didn't see like two episodes back, we did an entire marketing plan for you guys for 2023. It was the most batshit crazy podcast episode we've ever done. I'm obsessed with it. But if you guys like this episode, previous episodes, please subscribe, leave us a review. It means the world. It helps so much with getting the podcast out. Um, Just a little reminder for you guys, we have January VIPs open for next month. If you're looking to kick off 2023 with a bang and get yourself set up for ultimate success and actually hit your goals because you know the plan to do so. Um, We have a couple spots available. I'm super, super excited to kick off the new year with January VIPs. And if you want to take just an online pace it yourself way of doing VIPs, System Strategy and Soul is now evergreen. So you can purchase that. You can get started for as little as I want to say 190, which is crazy. That is easily our biggest, most jam-packed, insane course. It's literally a VIP online. So I love you guys. I mean it. I will see you next week for a little reflection episode post-Christmas. If you celebrate, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. If you don't, please enjoy the week off. Just have a good time. I love you guys. I mean it. And I will see you next time. Thank you.